0: In this video, we have the amazing experience to watch Daniel Negreanu, the king of live poker reads, run a gigantic bluff on high-stakes poker. Doyle Brunson's even in the pot. He gets them to fold on the turn. So, let's get right to it. We are playing 200-400 with a 400 big blind ante. This is on high-stakes poker. You can watch it on Poker Go. Make sure you check out Poker Go. They have an amazing channel with all sorts of top-notch poker content, including high-stakes poker. grinder raises it up to $1,600 4 big blinds. If you've watched my channel, you know that I often recommend smaller sizes. But this is an abnormal scenario because we're playing 275 big blinds deep. And there's an ante in play. When those two things are happening, you often want to use larger sizes. But if you're playing... Tiny stacked, or shallow stacked, with uh, no ante in play, you often want to be raising really small. But as you're deeper stacked, and as there is more money in the pot, you want to be using a bigger size. So Negron, who does make a $1,600 raise, pulls around to Holtman in the button. He is the king of slots. He opts to call, and then Doyle Brunson opts to call in the big blind. I actually had the wonderful experience of sitting next to Doyle in the World Series of Poker. What's it called? Hall of Fame event where they had a bounty on every player equal to whatever year they got inducted to the Hall of Fame. I did not bust Doyle, but it was a lot of fun. All right, Doyle calls, flop comes, 10 of spades, 9 of spades, 6 of spades, giving a bottom pair, no kicker, and Doyle opts to check. This is a spot where the new school strategy of poker is to bet, usually using a small size, and very linearly, with just your best hands and best draws. But, Negranu went for a small size with this hand. The problem with this hand is that when you get called, you're going to be against a better-made hand that you're almost dead against, or you're going to be against a draw that has loads of equity. I mean, any spade has a solid 40-ish percent equity, probably more because it's going to have two overcards. So, I think this is a spot where Negreanu should just check and fold, but he does go for the small bet, we're gonna trust down Negranu and presume he's right. Holtman calls, as does Doyle. Turns the ace of spades, Doyle checks, and now Negranu has to decide if he should go for the bluff. And I think he absolutely should not. <laughs> this is a spot where one of his two opponents is going to have a spade a ton. And they're probably not gonna go around folding the most likely spades, which are the king, the queen, and the jack. So I think this is a pretty clear checkfold, but Negranu apparently made some sort of live read and decided to bet 5,500 into the $9,900 pot. I don't know if I have ever made a bluff in this scenario, which, you know, is why I'm not down Negranu. So many times, I have watched players like Down Negranu make a, uh, I'm going to say, a seemingly absurd play here, and it works. You see players like uh, Phil Helmuth do the same thing, where he just makes a ridiculous play, and it works more often than not. And live reads are a thing, and a lot of the, we'll call them old-school players, mainly because they've been around for a long time, who are still playing at the top of the game have amazing live reads. Now look, I can make pretty decent reads, but I'm usually not going for it in a spot like this that uh, it's really easy to be running into the King of Spades. Anyway, Negreanu goes for the bet, Holtman calls, and Doyle folds. All right, here we are on the river. River is the six of hearts giving Negranu trips. Take a second and think about what you would do in Negranu's shoes. Put yourself And one of the players who can read players the best in the world. Let's make the presumption we think Holtman has a flush. Maybe the king, maybe the queen, maybe the jack, maybe the eight. Who knows? What would you do in this scenario? Would you check? Would you bet small, like six thousand dollars? Would you bet big, like $18,000, or would you go gigantic, like $30,000? Pause the video and write what you would do in the comment section below. This is a fun one, because even though Negranu rivered trips, it's almost certainly not good. Because for Holtman to call a turn bet, with Doyle yet to act, who could easily have the king of spades, Holtman must have something. So Holtman either has a set, which, you know, you're not in good shape at all against, or he has a flush. Now, I will say some players will always raise the flop or the turn with the king of spades, which... It's not necessarily good play because you want to make sure you have the king of spades in your range for situations like this so that you can have an easy call if your opponent bets on this kind of bad river. But he could also be sitting here with something like the queen or the jack or hand like pocket eights with the eight of spades or pocket sevens with the seven of spades. And from a game theory optimal point of view, Negreanu wants to ask which cards does he actually want to have in his hand to bluff? And you may say he should never bluff. He's up against a flush. But if Holtman does have the eight or the seven of spades, he's probably gonna fold your river bet. And even if he has the Jack or the Queen, he may fold if we bet big enough. If he has the king, he may bet if we bet if we bet big enough, because Negranu could very easily be sitting here with a full house. That said, Negranu may not bet the turn with too many two pairs and sets, so maybe he actually does not have any full houses. So does it matter that Negranu has trips? And I think it does, because it blocks Haltman from having two pair, which well, two-pair going to the river, which is important because it means that he's a little bit less likely to have a full house. So in this scenario, you want to block whatever the nuts are. And in this scenario, the nuts are going to be full houses. And I think the six actually is relevant enough. Now, maybe you actually want to have a 10 or a 9 instead. Because if you have a 10 or a 9, you block pocket 10s or pocket 9s, which I think are very likely. So I think those cards are going to be quite relevant in this spot too. But I think you definitely want to have a 10, a 9, or a 6 in your hand to run a bluff in this spot. And if you're going to bet, we probably want to bet on the big side, maybe even the gigantic side, because we're trying to get a flush to fold. What a lot of people do wrong here is they bet something like $6,000 into the $21,000 pot, and you're going to get called every time because no one's going to go around folding a flush for a third pot river bet. So in this spot, I think Negrano either needs to go pretty big, like close to the size of the pot, or really big, like over pot. I don't think he wants to go gigantic, though, like all in for 3.5 times the size of the pot. Because if he does that, if Holtman does have a full house, which he could. He could easily have pocket 10s or pocket 9s here. Uh, Negranu's going to lose a ton of money. So I think in this spot, either a pot-sized bet or a maybe 1.5 times the pot-sized bet is quite nice. And Negranu does go for the big bet. He makes it $36,000. What do you think Holtman has here? What do you think he's gonna do? Is Negranu's read gonna work? Holtman actually has the Jack of Spades. Queen of Clubs, Jack of Spades. What would you do in this spot against Negranu? Let's play this hand all the way back from the beginning and try to figure out what Holtman's gonna do here. Negranu raises, Holtman calls. Doyle calls. Doyle actually had 9 8 for um, middle pair and a flush draw and straight draw. Check, Negranu bets. They both call, okay. Turns an ace of spades, check. Negranu bets half pot, Holtman calls, okay. Doyle actually folds here with the eight of spades. Good fold. Whenever it goes bet, call on the turn, an eight of spades is no good. Easy fold. Good job, Doyle. Doyle played this hand great. Rivers the six, over overpots it. Ugh, what a bad spot. Now, I don't know much about Holtman besides he has a YouTube channel where he mostly talks about various casino games and slots and whatnot, but... I think this is a pretty nice spot to apply pressure to someone who is perhaps not a strong professional poker player because a lot of players like that. I mean, again, I'm not—I don't know Holtman at all, but a lot of players who are not professionals who are playing high-stakes poker really do not want to make a big call for all of their money or for a lot of their money. It feels bad to make a big call here with the jack of spades and just be shown the obvious pocket aces or king of spades. So I think this is a great spot to overbluff in general in DeGranu's shoes, and he does— And what does Holtman do? He lets it go. And Negranu scoops up a nice pot with an optimistic flop and turn bluff, but I think a very, very good river bluff. Nice job for him. That's going to be it for today. Huge thanks to PokerGo for making these shows and producing this footage because, well, they're doing an amazing job. The best in the business, in my opinion. So thanks to them. And that's going to be it for today. Good luck in your games. Have fun. If you're going to bluff, and you're trying to get your opponent off something good, make sure you bet big. I'll talk to you next time.